Welcome everybody to Catfish Weekly along with James Smith. I'm Lyle Stokes and James. We're gonna have some fun tonight. We got Brian B. Catfishing in the house. Yeah. We're glad to have Brian in here. We got a bunch of stuff to go over with him. We're gonna be talking about catfishing on the Potomac River. It's gonna be a lot of fun. But what do you say we go through a bunch of people that's in chat tonight, James? Well, I, I'd like to say a little uh, congratulations to all these tournaments, guys and gals. I was trying to catch them in and out. I've been out of town, so I was trying to catch the tournaments for all you winners out there for all the tournaments, for Chaz, the couples tournament, and all the other tournaments going on. Congratulations, guys. You all come out. You swung for the fences. So, in my book, you're all winners. So, congratulations to each and every one of you. Well, there's been a lot of them here recently, and it don't look like it's going to slow down for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm seeing the Cross family in here. Tim Molina, Hooks and Hammock, Catfish and Crappy. Pontoon Jody's in the house. Hawaiian Fisherman, John Patrick Jr. I got to scan down that loud. Okay. Go ahead. All right. We'll go with real time catfishing. Josh, the weekend angler, Carolina catfishing. Whoops, it moves on me. Uh, there's fishing mm -hmm. with the Chad. Uh, Angler of the vi Villa, Ernie Brown, Tom Kelly Outdoors, Bob with Fish and Finds, Chris Uselton, Lee Reed, Uncle Lou, Muskrat Adventures, Dale Hayslip. I see uh, Avid's in the house, 252 Outdoorsman. Uh, yeah, mine just jumped to and messed me up. <laughs> Stephen Corley, Catfishing with the Crow, Pontoon Jody. Chrissy Brown. Fins and Fines. Greenwell Big John, Fishing. Big John Fishing. Um, Christina Dugnigan, my favorite one. Mm -hmm. Fishing and Freedom. Guy was on Avid Show last night, done a bang-up job. I love that name. Ever since that, first, that name first showed up in our chat, I love it. Found out <laughs> last night he's a fellow Missourian. Oh, I hear you. Two outdoorsmen, hooks and hammocks. Dave, Rogers Funk, glad to have you, Dave. Yep, always glad to have Dave in here. There's muskrats in the house. Maurice Kaysen's in the house with us. Always good to see Maurice in here with us. Catfishing with the crow. I think we said him, but not There's sure. Tim Molina, I know we got him. There's uh, Cindy Stokes in there with us. Cool, Maurice Kaysen. Carolina Catfish and Clearview Outdoors and Haslice in the house. That's good. John Patrick Jr. Two stands. Let me get uh, back down. There's a Kimberly Oiler. Clearview Outdoors, Parker Pursuits. Lance the Hawaiian Fisherman. Joe Ziegler. There's Chunky Cats in here with us. Parker Pursuits, Solo Texan Adventures. Steve Sellers. Yeah. So, guys, like I say, if you see new names, see new faces in chat, please share the love, share the bait. I know everybody, everybody would love to have you come in, check their channels out, watch their videos and their lives. And if you like them, even subscribe. That's right. There's a Real lot people. of them trying to get to to the 1,000 mark, and several of them have been making it lately, so we're yep. glad to see that happen. Um, that first real thousand is a little tough. Them. Yeah, they, it seems like once you get that, though, they come a little easier after that first one. Mike Sherman. 
See somebody saying David Martin. I must have missed him come through. Dan Yeah. John Euler. Mike Sherman. I'm trying to make sure we don't miss anybody, but it's invariable that we do. There yeah. is David Martin. Miss Chrissy Brown. But we will continue yeah. to call out names as the night goes along. Oh, I'm yeah. sure Hooks and Hammock, that's Chris, because I think Kelly lets us know if it's if it's her on here or yeah. Chris. He just don't, you know. I've seen another he, name. He gets some of that um, kind of stuff from his good buddy Chad. Uh, <laughs> they they kind of act a little alike. So, Chad, the troublemaker. There's a. <laughs> I don't know, but Brian B., welcome to Catfish Weekly. Yes. How y'all doing? We're doing good, man. How are you doing? I can't complain. I can't complain. Good. I understand that you have something new arrived in your mailbox here recently that... Oh, you want to see it? I Could I? <laughs> oh, no. I, I? I've been hearing about this, and I can't wait to see it. Let's see. Can you see that? I do see that. That's pretty like, awesome. Like Chad and Brian B. That looks like Brian B. Uh, <laughs> just whoop, putting a whooping on old Chad. <laughs> you know, the funny part about that is, Brian, <laughs> I have one of those also. Oh, man. <laughs> um, uh -oh. I'm so a bottom of the same place, but I don't know for sure we did. <laughs> um. My, Chad my. saying, you're so dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. It didn't have a return sender, so I didn't know where it came <laughs> <laughs> John T. Uh, John T. Pretty good stuff right there, buddy. Pretty good yeah. stuff right there. Uh, Man, there, you've been in a lot of tournaments and a lot of live stuff here lately. Uh, Brian, how long you been doing the catfish thing? I've uh, been actually fishing, catfishing. Seriously, two years. Two years? Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Yep. Jumped in it with both feet, didn't you? Oh, yeah. When, when I do something, I go, my face was in YouTube, <laughs> learning how to do this, learning different methods. I just, that's how I am with everything I pick up. Yep. Yeah, to, I understand. Try to be the best at it. Yep, that's what you got to do. If you want to learn, you do. Oh, yeah. You got to find your niche. Yep. And, you know, that, that curiosity, that drive makes you a better fisherman. I mean, overall, it makes you pay attention mm -hmm. to the little details and the things that will make a, good, a bad day a good day. Mm -hmm. yeah. I just got a message, Brian. I'm my phone uh, too. I'm not going. I'm I'm busy right now, so I'm not even going to see what. Uh, well, this is kind of important, actually. Uh, <laughs> this message come from your buddy James Dockery. He said, "Please make sure to tell Brian thank you for donating the fishing rod to Chad's tournament that I won." <laughs> so, no problem. He appreciates it. That's a good deal. And he'll put it to work. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm collecting dust. I, I'm pretty sure he's probably already got a reel on it. 
<laughs> I would say so. I can't let him. I hate to let a rod sit. I got to put a reel on it and get it out there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't catch no fish sitting on the wall. <laughs> no, that, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yep. Yep. Everybody hit the thumbs up if you don't mind. Tim Molina says a hard question for Brian B. right off the bat. What's the most important thing in your life besides fishing? My son. My son. There you go. Yep. No doubt about it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, uh, is your son a fisherman? He he will go, but a lot of times he ain't trying to stay out there as long as we caught this. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> how old is he? 14. 14, yeah. He probably yeah. don't have the attention span at 14 that you do at yeah. whatever age you are because you're willing to stay out there all day or mm -hmm. most of the night to get done what you need to do. And uh, let's face it, a, a kid, if he ain't got um, fishing going on pretty much all the time, he's going to be finding something else to do. Oh, yeah. He's into them video games, and he plays basketball. So, And yep. his hormones is kicking in, too. That, too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen Corley says Dockery probably has a silver reel on that rod for those silver cat he catches. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Did he catch any silver cats this time? I don't know. Oh, we got all kind of good people in here to allow. Yep. Um, there's, there's went, uh, V3 Customs has joined in also. Oh, man. So, what waters do you mainly fish, Brian? Uh, the lower end of the Potomac River. Okay. I didn't know if you fished, in, if there was any other waters up there that you fished. I know you fished the Potomac, but I didn't know if there's any other waters that you try or not. Nope. I don't, I've learned from watching other anglers go different places and fish their water and then they come back to the potomac and potomac has a way of getting back to you that you won't catch no fish for a couple of days after you go cheat on it so <laughs> i mean i i like fishing new water simply because it makes it challenging you know yeah. we're late fishermen out here i want to go fish some rivers just to see you know i've got to try it uh Marco Curtis wants to know have you ever caught a mermaid? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a story there. Yeah. Oh man. No. That's I don't know if we're gonna drag it out of him loud. That's one of my good buddies. That's awesome, man. We're glad to see your friends join in. Yeah. Um they might accidentally tell us something in chat about you that <laughs> we want to know. We're going to to get out of him a little bit, Lyle. What is one of the funniest trip fishing trips that you've had? <laughs> it's funny. I just see my buddy E in the chat, and he already know what I'm going to say. We, uh, <clears throat> we was dock fishing down uh, Fort Washington Park, and it's a brick wall right there. That we fish off of. Uh, 
he went up to get a chair out of the car and there's a steep hill. So he had to go up the hill. He was coming back down and his line went off and it, his old lady grabbed the rod, but she had the baby. So she had the baby in one arm and trying to get the fish at the same time. She did not want nobody to get that rod. She said, no, <laughs> take the baby. So my buddy went to go take the baby, but instead of getting the baby, he tripped over a rock and he fell over that wall and fell right in the floor. <laughs> all you see oh, was come back on the wall. And was, <laughs> was, I think we laughed for like 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> when he fell in that water, he went and just gave up. But in reality, he could stand up literally in the water because it's so shallow right there. That was, it was hilarious. Oh, sounds like he had the GoPro in. <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah. Those those times when things happen, you can't even look at each other for a good thirty minutes, forty five minutes, because you just bust out laughing. Yeah. He called his wife and said, "Babe, I just fell in the water." <laughs> she said, "What you want me to do?" <laughs> <laughs> he wants some warm clothes, buddy. <laughs> he had to ride all the way home wet. <laughs> Did she get the fish? Yeah, she got the fish. She oh, I heard got you. Fish. And he was coming down the hill and he seen it. And he said, it's like, man, we connect the eyes. He said, but my heart wanted to help you, but I couldn't get to Oh. That was hilarious. Yeah, it's one of them times, even if it had killed him, you couldn't have helped but laugh. Oh, man. <laughs> Every time we talk about it, he, you know, he give us a few words. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, uh, Roger. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's right. Lyle's birthday's tomorrow, everybody. So, oh man, happy early congratulations! Thank you, guys. It's just another day. When you get to be a certain age, you quit counting them. <laughs> that was some time ago. I quit. <laughs> so, so did you up there? Go ahead. Go ahead, Lyle. To figure out that. Um, tidal water out there, Brian. Say again. Tidal water. How hard is it to figure that out? Isn't that hot? Go out there and and and, and some we we anchor. So it's more so fish finder for one, and then at the same time look at certain areas and say, you know what? <laughs> Let's try up in this hole over here and see what happened. Anchor up, see what happened, and. We might have had one of our best days just by doing that and not using the fish rounder. Right. We might have caught, I think, 20, 26 fish, me and E. Uh, 26 fish in four hours. Well, that ain't we, right. We was headed back home and we couldn't I believe it. We, at the end of the day, we, we, we was out there fishing with one rod. We got tired of <laughs> reeling in fish. Like, really? you know what? I'm not going to keep throwing these rods out here outside. Now, there's a, I understand there's quite a bit of structure in the Potomac River. Is that correct? Uh, More so up towards where it has fishes in the D.C. area. Well, my question about that is when the tide changes, that does that change how much you get hung up in that structure? No, nah, because more of the structure is more so on top of the water, floating down, floating back. Okay. You know, now my side of the river is majority 
muddy bottom. Of course, you're going to have some stuff at the bottom, but we right. don't, we're about to start practicing on dragging and stuff like that. But now you just got to look at Navionics and look and see where you got your, for some reason, you got lines going across the Potomac River in certain spots. They say they're old wires that came down and they never did nothing about it. They left them there. Um, so you just got to pay attention to where those are, especially if you're going to be dragging. Okay. Do you, do you, um, are you able to remember it or does it just stay there since the tide goes yeah, both ways? They, they, yep. They ain't going nowhere. I okay. actually got caught up on one wire the night that me and Haz went against each other. And I knew they were there, but I didn't think I was that close. I see. So when I threw it out there, it got caught up. I said, oh, Lord. Palmetto Cats wants to know, what room is that in your house that you are calling the garage? The garage? <laughs> Over top of your rods. It, it says my, Matt's garage. That's my grandfather's name. Oh, I hear you. Yeah. Happy birthday, Solo Texan. Oh, I hear you. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, Thank you, Alicia. Now, you don't mainly just bank fish, though, do you? No, now is I'll bank fish if a tournament calls for it. Right. As long as my boat is together and running good, I'm going on that boat. Right. Yep. Yeah, you can cover a lot more water. And plus, that gives you a chance to check out them spots that you do go bank fish with a depth finder. Exactly. Might find some structure down there or a hole or something you didn't know was there. Yeah. Because where we go, um, we got like a, it's a deep hole with strong current. Uh, <laughs> 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 we, I can fish that off the bank. And I can fish it in the boat. But uh, think about it, you can't do it at night time because it's, it's a you on park property, so they close that dock. So you got to get out of there. Let's. Oh, okay. Plan, plan on spending the night. D would like to know whose fish you're holding in that thumbnail picture. Oh, that was Chad's fish. Chad's fish. I got, I got the original <laughs> picture on my phone. With Chad holding it. <laughs> Photoshopped it in there, huh? <laughs> Mark wants to know what kind of boat you got from Catfish and Crappy. Uh, 96 Bass Tracker Pro Team 170. Oh, I hear you. Them good, tough boats right there. Yeah. They can take a beating. When the motor running right, you know how that is. Something happened here and there. They're all like that, though. Yep. That's a boat. Break out another thousand. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> and you don't want to hear that either, man. <laughs> no, no. Hey, David. Say, yeah, in the thumbnail? Oh, in the thumbnail, that I caught that fish on the live, D. See? Gotta show you don't watch my video. Oh, 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 Hey, Troy, how you doing? Green machine. So what are you, what are your biggest fish? 
Go ahead and talk, tell us because I know somebody's going to be asking. 70 is the PB. Lately, That's a good lately, case. I think the last, my last live I hooked into, well, live before the last one. I had to cut that one short. Hooked up to a 45, and then the live before that, I caught a 48. That's Wild good, game, They kept jumping. So, All right. Game, 45. That's Same a good fish, especially live. Yeah. Yeah. It was literally right after we anchored up. We moved spots, anchored up. I was trying to tell the people, look right here. Here go the bridge, da 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 da, da And that line just started going, bloop, bloop. Dang right. It was going from there. <laughs> Josh says, if you haven't reached a point in your life where you can grab in your wallet and grab out a $20 bill and toss it in the trash, you're not mature enough to own a boat. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some truth to that. <laughs> yeah, there might be some truth in that. <laughs> well, I'm still, I ain't mature enough, but I'm going to keep Oh, River Monsters, welcome. going to keep the 20 though. Yeah, I mean, I might throw it in there, but I'm probably gonna reach in there and grab her back. Yeah, that uh, I dang way gas is getting. We all gonna have to buy some paddle boats, Absolutely. ain't we? I'm yeah, get back. I read today it was seven dollars and fifty eight cents a gallon in California. Of course, my the politicians out there deserve that, but uh, the average everyday guy that's working for a living does not. Welcome, nope. Paul. Hope you're feeling better. These guys push these big 300s and these big 350s on their boat board. They're just going to be putting around real close to the dock, ain't they? Yeah. <laughs> I'm mad, yeah. They ain't going on far. That's a lot. Man, we was down there at the beach, and I seen one of them big old boats coming in and had four of them 300s strapped across the back of it, and I thought, them right there, they don't even ask what the price is because they don't no. care. No, they don't. They don't care. But They don't care what the price is. I care. Yeah. Yeah, I care. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I can't. Uh, although I will say the one 300 that we had, um, if you didn't run it wide open, it wasn't any harder on gas than, than anything else I've ever had. Right. But now, when you opened her up and let the big dog eat, you could almost watch the gauge go down. Oh, I bet so. It, it would scream. But the old gauge would just, just, you know, I mean, you could just watch it. It was leaving you pretty quick. Yeah, I can imagine. So you say you're going to, you're starting to get in doing a lift, a little bit of drifting and dragging baits. Yeah, the plan is to get out there Thursday, hopefully, and try to check, make sure the motor is right. Because I just had to do some work and do, uh, try some drifting. Got the monster hunt um, Saturday, so put another technique on it. Man, the, who are you fishing against? In the, I don't know what the monster hunt is, I guess. Say again. I, I don't guess I understand, know what the monster hunt is. Um, a tournament that uh, Palmetto Cat's putting on this weekend. Oh, okay. I haven't even heard about it. I haven't seen no advertisements on it or anything. So. Yeah. You got a lot of lot of good anglers in there. It's gonna be some good, good competition. Good deal. I'm sure you'll have a great turnout. 
Well, I mean, you talked about this a couple years ago about these online tournaments is headed that way, and and they're here. Yeah, I, I knew once COVID hit that this would be a wave that, that was taken off. It has. Um, if they don't get it under control, I would say within another couple of years, uh, there'll be very few of the other kind. If they keep uh, mandating and doing this and doing that, people are going to just get sick of that stuff and uh, lose interest in it. Yeah, I think you still have some local boys having a little coffee can tournaments yeah. and stuff, and, and tournaments like Jeff's that, you know, the Grand oh, Slam. Oh, yeah, tournament. that's a great tournament. That's just, it's just too much fun. I mean, but it ain't, a, it's a no pressure tournament. And a lot of the, and I mean, really, Lyle, if you think about it, these online tournaments like Brian's Fish did a lot of them, it's really almost stress free tournament. That's Even though true. you want to catch fish. Yeah. It's I, I they not all stress free. Not when Chad's in there with you. Well, no, I, I just don't pay him no attention. <laughs> <laughs> he might say fish on Chad maybe twice or three times going turn. So really Are worried. you sure that much? He, he might not say nothing. <laughs> uh, no, he's gonna say me. something. Chad gonna say something. <laughs> he, he not he not he might not say fish on though. Yeah, you go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Mark, the fishing magician who joined us. What's up, Mark? Got uh that one with me and Creole, the championship for the one v one. That was stressful. That that was a great tournament. <laughs> that was stressful. It was a great tournament. It really was. It it was very enjoyable to watch and to be a part of. So uh, yeah, that one turned out to be really really good um really did yeah i'm glad everybody's having fun doing it it's uh it's really opened up an opportunity to a lot of people lyle and brian that normally would never even get a chance of fishing a tournament or even wouldn't know where to even start to get into a tournament that's right and if you if you are worried about covid if you are worried about it this is one way to be competitive and compete yep. without having to worry about any of that stuff going on. Absolutely. I have a blast. Everyone I do. Yeah, they're fun. Mark is getting on you. He said, Brian had to dye his gray beard hairs after the 1v1. I went to bring that up, and the minute that I clicked on it, it moved. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a tough one. Five pounds, five pounds even. That's way cool. Fish Snatcher says Brian cooler than the other side of the pillow. He don't get stressed. <laughs> Snatcher, yeah. <laughs> There's Frank from Twisted Fish and TV. Thank you for coming in, Frank. Catman, do. There's Freddy's Outdoor Adventures. Sorry, I'm late. I was driving back from Lake Greenwood. So, hey, Lyle James and Dinkadoo, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Chad laid that uh, Brian D. Dinkins on you. Uh, um, it is stuck. But it did stick. But the, but the end result is um, you got to give him the whooping. So, oh, yeah. you know, that's the main thing. Oh yeah. yeah, and I and I gave him nightmares. <laughs> I think you did. Yeah. <laughs> I think you did. 
Oh, oh my. The only reason Brian B. Oh, there you go. Go ahead. The only reason Brian B. advanced to the finals is a riverboat and a barge ran me out of my fishing spot. Brian, did you see anything about a riverboat or a barge? Sound like a little crying to me. <laughs> That's what James is saying. World yeah. smallest violin. No <laughs> crying and fishing, buddy. That's right. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no crying. Paula Smith, how you doing? How you doing? Hey, Miss Smith. Justin Fishing Fetish is in the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, I don't know, Law. I run them daggum fish hooks up underneath fingernails, and if you don't bring a tear to your idea, son, I don't know what will. That's that's a fact. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We do want to remind everybody that as soon as we're done here, you need to tune in and watch Mark with Catfish and Crappie, a podcast tonight. He's got a great guest with Justin on there tonight. Be a good show. Oh, Justin. I see Catfish Curtis want to be outdoors. Mo Creek fishing, no real loss. Appreciate y'all for coming in. What was that anger of the villa? Oh, I got another um, another um, message in chat, uh, not in chat, but private message to be sure to remind everybody to go over to James Dockery Fishing and subscribe to his channel yes. so we can get him up to the 1,000 mark. There's Kevin with Palmetto Cats. Welcome. Okay. And, uh, you know, James lets on that he he don't want subscribers, but he'll take them, yeah. and we want him to have them. We want him to be able to do the stuff that the rest of us do. And, um, you know, if it does aggravate him a little bit, it's okay. Nobody cares if he's aggravated. Or, not. <laughs> yeah, I've been, or angry I've been fishermen. Yeah. I've been hook set for a long time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's Frank. How you doing, Frank? Uh there's something about Chad was trying to catch catfish with hooter wings. Hooter that's chicken wings. Right. That sounds about right. That explains a lot. Oh. Let me guess, you're not a chicken fisherman, are you? Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> no, I don't go out with I don't go to the river without my chicken. Well, for now, certainly for not that well. No, and I will carry chicken with me. <laughs> I might not tell the world that that's what I've got on my hood, but I will take it in my boat just in case. Yeah, I, it's, it's, I don't know what it is out here in the Potomac, but that chicken, you might get I can go out there, honestly, with all chicken, and I know I can get some good numbers of fish. I'm thinking that East, Coast, East Coast cats are just a little touched or something. It's, it's, if it works, it works. It don't chicken. work around here like that, I promise you. Chicken and eel, you're guaranteed to bring some fish on in the boat. And you ain't going to yeah. catch nothing on the eel here either. Oh, wow. Wiley used to have a lot of eel. Wiley used to have a lot of eel, but I haven't heard of seeing anybody catching in in a long time. And that's, I don't yeah. know if it's because when all them uh, white perch get in there, you know, them dad gun fish are like piranha. So. <laughs> That may be. I don't know. We used to catch them pretty regular when I was younger, but I haven't seen one for years. 
Uh, in well, I ain't seen a catfish or nothing with a sore on the side of them for many of them crazy eels or nothing on them. Have you? No, I've never seen anybody selling them around here. Not like that. Nah. Well, I'm, there you probably is in some of the big cities. Them fighting each other. Yeah. Well, you know, on up to Potomac, on up in the northern, higher up where y'all at, some of them shows showing them guys catching them eels and smoking them and selling them. And they go for an expensive price. Yeah, you get an eel cheapest <laughs> down here. You gonna get an eel? It's probably fourteen ninety nine. For how big? A pound. It's fourteen ninety nine a pound. A pound. So oh. you're. And how how big is a one pound eel? Uh, maybe. I would say maybe three feet long. Holy crap. Two, two, two and a half. Yeah, well, maybe. It might be a little over a pound, but that's what you want. It's worth it because you only cutting that eel up on how many hooks you put it on. The rest right. of it, throw it in the freezer. Or if you're going out the next day, you can throw it in the refrigerator and it's still good. Are they native to your waters out there? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever catch uh, them? You, it's, it's rare. I've caught one eel out of it in the last two years. I know he caught, I think, two. Maybe. Can you three. put out eel pots? I think you can, but you got to, you know, get a license for it and right. stuff like that. Right. But that's, a, you know, that's more work. I could be going to buy one and go fishing instead of doing yeah. all that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Michael, know. Fourteen ninety nine a pound. You get about five hundred pounds. You'd be right. Ain't no lie. Yeah. Michael Barillo said, "Go ahead." I'd rather go buy them. I got yeah. a fish tank that I just put in here and put the uh, machine, the bubbler in there, and buy me a couple and drop them in there. And that'll be good for me. There you go. Keep them live. So when you get them. They're still alive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You put them in a the bag. You can, I can buy it tonight and go over to uh to um go buy it and bring it home, <clears throat> put it in the water or something, and let it sit in the water in the cooler or something, and it's still live the next day. I've seen uh, Chunky shows pictures and videos of how he keeps his in a, a refrigerator in his house, uh, live for several days. Yeah. Yeah. They stay live. As long as you got the bubble machine, they got oxygen, they gonna, uh, they'll stay live. Now, they're capable of sucking air off the surface of the water, ain't they? They got like a, a, a type of lung, don't they? Because they can live in real low oxygen water, and I think it's by gulping air. But either be, way, know. you know, about a three-foot eel, that'd be quite a few chunks of bait, though, Lyle. Not for me, it wouldn't. <laughs> them things are nasty but hey if they work real good then I dang I seen Chunky you can't get them off the hook Harley look like you have to cut them off the hook no, I just use Asian carp I got plenty of them yeah well we don't have none of them in our water <laughs> yeah. good trade off I guess yeah. Ryan your show No Scripts is a very unique and entertaining show that has brought another level of fun to, com to the community what was the inspiration for that show? Michael Morello would like to know. 
uh it actually came from just me staying snatching has going backstage talking about stuff putting stuff together doing a little networking and was like you know what we're doing all this talking backstage for five six seven hours i said man we may as well go live and we went live we seen the audience that we had and got a lot of feed good feedback from it and i said hey let's what y'all think about putting something together and do a show once a week or something or every other week you know no script we ain't got no agenda we just go out there and be us <laughs> and that's what we did there's a group of us that has a chat every once in a while and we've thought about doing that but i'm afraid they throw us off the internet <laughs> we yeah, might get a lot of hand creole asked about uh having one and i think we could do it i mean whoever wants to put it on their channel that's on them yeah and, and just back <laughs> off a of, you know a late evening weekend or where you know everybody free fill the screen up and just run our guns but even doing it backstage is it's still a good idea because a lot of stuff will be said that don't need to be in be yes <laughs> that's what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah that's exactly right man chris b i see chris b in here that's my lady how you doing honey mr kitty whiskers has joined us chris b the three outdoors three Chavez, the man that makes us all hungry yeah i don't watch his videos unless i ate already and then I still yeah. that's probably a good idea. <laughs> that's like going to buy groceries on an empty stomach. Uh, and that now, now that might be one rascal right there. I can tell you how to cook that eel. I ain't trying to eat it. No, I trade, I trade that eel in for a catfish. That's <laughs> there <you> right. <laughs> there you go. Oh Lord. You eat any fish out of the out of the Potomac? Oh yeah, yeah. They say you know three servings. What three servings a month? I don't even eat that because I just I mean I got it. I got a couple yeah. bags in the freezer. When I get rid of them and eat those, then I'll keep a couple more and put them in the freezer. So when I want it, or my lady, she's she'll eat it. Every time I get them, if 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 she if I got it, she go, hey, can you right. can you fry some fish? Can you fry some fish? So that's what I'm talking about. I got it is on hand. I'll eat it. They say it's not the uh, best waters to eat out of, or this, that, and the other. That was years and years ago. Now they say by 2025, you you may be able to swim in the Potomac River again. So they're doing things to clean it up. It's not the nastiest. Give well, most of it is your heavy metals, your PCPs, your mercury, and stuff yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. But after time, it it's done settled down through the sediments and stuff mm -hmm. like that to the point that you really are not getting exposed. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And it's worse on older certain people than others. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think the last time but I that, ate that fish was a uh, Good Friday. We did a fish fry. We had some fish. 
fried it up for everybody and we sat in here with tables and we sat around running our mouth and ate and had a good time. No, ain't nothing wrong with a good yeah. good fish fry. Oh yeah. But what blows my mind is some of your smaller fish, your your brim and bluegill and crappie and stuff like that. Well, actually have a higher content of the PCPs and the mercuries in them than catfish will. Yeah. They say don't with rockfish, don't eat eel, don't eat <laughs> yeah. uh, carp, I think, don't eat. That's on the do not eat list. I don't eat carp, so I wouldn't even attempt. But like your rockfish, you would think that, okay, I got a good legal limit rockfish. I'm going to take it home and cook it. That's on the do not eat list. Dang right. And catfish, all the catfish are. So. Hmm. I said, I I found that to be very interesting. That just goes against everything you've been taught over over your life, that catfish is a trash fish. It ain't. Right. Exactly. He was, he'd be full of this bad stuff. <laughs> Now, I ain't yep. saying them old big catfish. I'm sure they got a load of it in them, but uh, that's why we don't eat our big fish. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, Brian, how many times have you had your counter reset due to so many dinks? Uh, I lost count. <laughs> As long as you keep winning the tournaments, hey, doesn't matter. As long, long as I got a clicker, that means I'm catching some some fish. That's right. There you, go. Bet you ain't got one, Freddie. I bet you ain't got one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chad. No. Uh, yeah, old Freddie's one of them rascal boy catfish community opened up their arms and just welcomed that old rascal right into them. <laughs> And he's like yep. that in our gold mine and community too. Who Chad? Freddie. Freddie. Oh yeah, Freddie. Yep. That's why yep. he give me a hard time because he loved me. Yeah, That's right, buddy. <laughs> yep. Oh. So when's your next big trip? I'm gonna go out Thursday, but I'm gonna try. I'm thinking I'm gonna try some different. Further down the where we usually go, we was on the on the um, stands live Friday, and Epic came up, and we brought up some uh, Navionics, and and Haz was showing them the river from the bottom all the way to the top, and close to where I go at, further down, he say, you know, he was looking at it. That's where you. That looks like donkey water. So I'm I, I'm gonna listen to Epic and I'm gonna try it. <laughs> right. I ain't gonna be no dummy. Hey, that's all you can do is try it. Oh yeah. Welcome, Jeremy. Creole catfishing says better late than never. Good to see my buddy Brian be on the show. What's up, Creole? Chad says, if Brian could pick only one for a rematch to regain his manhood, who would it be, Haz or Creole? Mm, that's a tough one. Haz whooped me kind of bad. <laughs> Creole, I lost by five pounds. 
I would have to get back at Hads. Yeah. He, he gave me the worst beating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost I, as bad as what you done to Chad. Yeah, I did kind of beat him kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I felt I felt good, you know. I thought about what Hads did, you know. <laughs> if y'all seen the video, I got up. You know, I fell down, but I got up. Yeah. <laughs> and Chad was on the list when I got up. <laughs> well, Brian, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something now, and I've said this before many times, but what you and Jeremy had going was awesome. But what you and Has had was not just fishing. It was a very high rate of entertainment. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. You guys was having a blast. You was riding each other a little bit. Uh, but the entertainment level was way up there. And that's what keeps the people watching. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, it's, me and Has, that's, <laughs> that's how we are. We're going we gonna to give the people what they want. We know they want to see the trash talk. We're going to get the yeah. trash talk. And he started it. And I <laughs> I didn't finish. <laughs> I'm finding it hard to believe that you would say that has started it. I really am. Yeah. Because he, he sent it to us in, the, in our little chat. He sent the video. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> He's sitting there talking. I said, Oh Lord, there I got a fire back. <laughs> Looky here. Harley Dockery, one of my favorite Dockeries, has made it into chat. Go. Oh. <clears throat> but it was it was it, it definitely was a good time. It was it was fun all week because I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, how can I do something different to get back at him with what he did with me? Oops. You got me sitting there thinking. <laughs> Creole says, technically, Saturday, Brian and I have a rematch during the monster hunt. Not necessarily. That's a good <laughs> I want you by yourself on one side of the screen, me on the other side, and the host, wherever they going to be at. There you go. Imano, Imano is what they say. That's right. <laughs> well, I think right. you can make that happen. I'm pretty sure you can. Oh, yeah, we can make it happen. I think we're going to make it happen. Yeah, I think that'd be a really good idea. It'd be fun. It it might. I don't think in our contract with Catfish and Crappie, I don't think we can do that without consulting him first, though. So That's probably true. Yeah. That's probably true. It works. But I think, you know, since I couldn't beat them, I just sent the the next best thing. Well, no, I didn't talk to Chunky. Um. I went on and got Hass, and I'll see if Hass can do something with him. I can't, you know, Chunky is busy. So I sent Chunky's son, Hass. <laughs> 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 so how many guys you think really actually fishing the Potomac hard up there in y'all's area? You say how many people fish it hard? Yeah. Let's ride around your area. Well, all of us Potomac anglers that y'all know of on YouTube, I know. Um, fish it. Uh, now, around this time, you're going to get Flatty Daddies. He's going to start coming down here. And he'll fish it all winter. Um, Peace City is known to come down here during the winter. 
because that flathead bike turns off in the Susquehanna. Uh, they'll come down here. Locally, I don't really know a lot. I don't really see a lot. I might see a few here and there while I'm out, and we used to go out two or three times a week. We might see one or two out there, but they might be fishing further down or further up. Right. Because of a nice stretch, but I don't see a whole lot. So it's not getting a whole lot of pressure then. Well, you oh, we getting pressure by these daggone nets they putting in the water. So that's very sad. I had to literally one day bob and weave out of them in like a maybe a half a mile stretch. It was a net here, a net further up there, and then another net over that way again. And I'm like, man, and you can tell it was fishing them because the net was almost like a V. But when I came back, they were gone. I said, they came up and picked them up and gone. But it is. I wish they could do something if I had time. I actually did it during the Fisher Wish tournament. And that's when I seen it. If I wasn't in that tournament at that time and I was just out there, I would have probably tried to pull over and cut that net. Because that ain't, I, I hate that. Yeah, be careful because they're actually doing it legal. So be careful because they can get you for destroying property. But they don't, I think a lot of them don't because they kind of do it early. They come in with, with nobody out, and then I watched one guy. He fills his boat up. He got a 250-gallon water tank. He goes and sits in the woods right up against the bank side and pull them nets in and then haul tail. He gone down the river. Then his other buddy will come. <clears throat> Called uh, DNR one time, and they said, you know, there's nothing they can do. You got to call such and such. And I'm like, <laughs> they on the water. What do you mean? Ain't nothing you can do. Yeah, yeah. They just ain't feel like it. So yeah, exactly. And I know they didn't have their license. They got that them people. I found out from somebody else. They got their license revoked. They actually did some time for doing that. So I guess they came on back and started doing it again. I don't agree with it. No, must be too much money in it. Well, if there's the money that they're making is is uh, selling them them fish to pay lakes. Yeah, could be. I mean, that's where the, the, the big money's at. As far as I know, we don't have none. No, but they'll transport them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't have none in this area that I know of. I just found out that it's a pay lake not too far from my house that has uh, bass and bluegill. I was like, I never, somehow I... I don't know what I was searching for when that came up. And I read it and everything. I was like, wow. Didn't know this. That's crazy. <laughs> well, now you yeah. know where you can go get some live bait. Yeah, they sell it by, they said they'll sell them by the bulk. And I said, huh. if them eel was sitting there with them blue gill, I'm like, it might there be crowded in there. <laughs> there you go. Eel to tear them blue gill up. So I don't want to do that. That is for sure. Creel says they're very fortunate that commercial fishermen don't keep anything over 25 pounds. No pay lakes near them. Uh, and that's a good thing. Yes, it is. There's Epic Catfishing. Welcome, Epic. What's up, Epic? Parker Pursuits. I think he's been in here, though. Yeah. Carolina Real Screamers. How much does Brian B. charge for haircuts and boat repairs? <laughs> 
I only cut hairs if you lost the bet. That's the only <laughs> And uh, boat repairs, I only work on my own because I ain't giving you no more. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Brian don't keep anything over 25 pounds either because he can't catch them. Oh, that's a good one, Hayes. That's a good one. <laughs> Mr. I come on your side of the water to catch fish. Text me the other day. Text me the other day. Tell me, hey, what dock you go out of? (laughs) (laughs) God dang it. Keeps moving whenever I get on them. Mark Knott wants to know what your personal blessed blue and flathead are. Blue 70, no flathead. No flathead. Mm -mm. Do you not fish for flatheads? It's upper, upper, upper. Um, Potomac River, but I don't. Um, I never go up there. Um, and it's I don't. I don't believe that we have a abundance of flatheads. And I just don't fish more because they're not down there where I fish, and I don't go too far up the river. Um, but the blues, that's pretty much all I catch. Every thirty blues, I might catch a channel. Michael hmm. Morello wants to know, Brian, you've established a great bond with so many people, but one special bond I have noticed is with Uncle Lou. Which action rod is your favorite, and what other tackle do you prefer? Everything Uncle Lou sells. That's my sponsor. Hmm. My Uncle Lou. Um, medium, medium heavy. All my rods are going to be medium heavy. I don't care if it's a little... The rod is a little stiffer than the next brand or whatever. I medium heavy, medium heavy, medium heavy. But now I'm not buying no other rods. I'm all Uncle Lou's. That's it. That's all. I got others, but they stay. Some of them don't even have reels on them because I don't even use them no more. I just use my Uncle Lou rods. Line. I use. Uh, Slime line, 30 pounds. Leader line. I have Cast King 80 and Cast King 60. Uncle Lou hooks. <laughs> Everything is pretty much Uncle Lou's, and I use Brad Waits. Don't have to go. I keep it right in the community. Are Brad you? Waits are awesome. I had no, never had a complaint or no, like, why is it like this or anything. Brad weights are perfect and the price is excellent. So yeah, Brad's a great guy too, just as Lee is. Uh somebody said Uncle Lou got Roz today. So Dale Sharp Parker Pursuit said that. We don't have blues. They got a soft mouth and fight like a tired fat kid. <laughs> 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 they never heard him say like that. I hadn't either. I don't know. There was between about 15 pounds up to about 32 pounds, 35 pounds. Then since dadgum fish got attitude. 
Yeah, I don't. I've never seen a blue that had a soft mouth on them. They, they are, um, they're pretty tough. Uh, of course, when I I use ten aughts when I fish for them, but in big heavy water where they're big, I don't on the the lakes around here. I use eights, but uh, yeah. you know, yeah. you get on that big water, you really need to to uh, them big rivers and stuff. It's just different. That's all. Yeah, the 9-out and 10-out hooks is all I use. That's it. Not going. Yeah, maybe when I first started, I first started with eagle claws that you buy in the pack. <laughs> all right, side J-hooks. That's all I use. Save, save my fishing career. <laughs> all right, them uh, L197s and 2022s is the only hooks I'll use. The hookup ratio on them is near 100%. And until I find something that works as good or better, there's no sense of me changing. It just, it just work. If it ain't broke, don't for you. That's it. That's it. I've tried a bunch of the rest, but I've never had anything that has uh, the hookup ratio that them eagle claws do. Until I do, I turned Mark on to him. He told me the other day he was five for five, and I said, "Don't get any better than that." Yep. Yep. No doubt. But uh, Brian, yeah, if you ever hook into that your first good flathead, you'll be making that run up the Potomac. <laughs> I, don't think I don't think it's a. Uh, I haven't seen no big, big flatheads caught. Some nice size ones, yeah. Maybe that fight is still going to be a little different. Yeah, but it's. I mean, to go to go up that go up the river to be doing that. I don't know. I, I mean, I love that blue when that that blue fight is 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 awesome. They fight hard. They oh, play yeah. with you. They'll they'll hold to the bottom. They'll come up with you, and as soon as they get that little gas of uh, air, they going boom and hitting that water again, and they gonna take you for another ride. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's an adrenaline rush. That's that is is. Crazy, that's right. They, yeah, they I do. I like catching flatheads too, though. But yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, like, never, I, like I, said, I never hooked into one, so I couldn't say you know what it is. I, would I like, like catching channel cats. Yeah, yeah, channel cats. They just fight. We catch little ones, and them jokers be fighting like a fifteen pound blue. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they do. They fight hard. Brian, yeah. thank you so much for spending your Monday evening with James and I on Catfish Weekly. Hey, it was a pleasure, man. It is a blast having you on here. We'll need to do it again one of these days. Absolutely. We appreciate everything you do for the sport. And you yeah. gotta you gotta stand on Chad and Haz and Chunky and all them guys and oh, yeah. don't let them beat you up too bad. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, Creole remember. too. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna get Creole. Creole on my list. <laughs> yeah. Now if Creole gets on them fish like he did last year, Lyle on all of Whoa. us. He was a, he was a, he was on fire last year, but um, you know everybody has their day. Yeah, oh yeah, everybody yeah. has their day. Brian, thanks again. James, gonna be live Wednesday night. Yes, we'll be live. I might, Thursday. I might try to drag the boat out Wednesday live. I got to get back on the freaking water. All these I guys, like Brian and the rest of them, they ain't seen me catching fish. We got to <laughs> change go. that. Got to change that. That's we got to change that. Be sure to tune in to the Bait Shop Thursday night, and we will follow them with Panfish Nation. See everybody next Monday right here on Catfish Week. God bless everybody.